Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Monday, December 20th. John Aravosis here with Cliff Schechter. Cliff. Why, hello, John. Hello. Um, two more weeks to go, and then I'm back in D.C., so today we, we may have a little more dog growling and barking than... How long have you been there for, John? Uh, six weeks. Like, yeah, man, yeah, that's a trip. Yeah. No, you know, one of the nice, I will say this, one of the nice things about, I mean, it's weird, you know, like being unmarried has a lot of negatives, including dying earlier, apparently. Um, <laughs> I, I think that and that and not having a pet. So maybe the pet offsets it. But one of the nice things about being single is if you like your parents, you can visit them and stay. It's true. You know, so I, I had to come here in early November for for a thing. Then there was Thanksgiving coming up and I was going to come back and I was like, why go back to DC for six, for, you know, literally nine days and then why come go back, back to again DC for nine days. And also like yeah. at this point in time, why fly any more than you have to? Oh, well, Cliff, the airline execs say flying is actually the safest place to be with COVID. Pretty hilarious that that guy said that like unmasked, how they should get rid of masks right before he caught COVID. The, set, the caught COVID. CEO yeah. of Southwest just proving what an utter ass he is. But, and, but, well, you know, one of the things that I had sort of just tweeted about briefly about that was too. remember when they allowed smoking on the airlines and they kept saying, we don't need to ban smoking because the air is refreshed every three minutes. You get new air. Well, remember how you smell smoke throughout the entire freaking plane? Yeah. And we were like, what do you mean the air is refreshed? Every time somebody lit anybody up the back. Anybody been to Vegas lately? It's the same thing oh. there where they like, where, you know, they, they, oh, the air is so fresh and because yeah. they allow people to smoke because any, the one place they'll find exa- the exceptions to any health rules is anywhere yeah. where people might gamble less yeah. and they might make less money. Well, you know what? I was just out there about a month ago, six weeks ago, whenever oh, it was. For, uh, yeah, on a work trip, oh. not out there having fun, but I was out right. there for the, the American Association of Political Consultants ah, okay. uh, meeting. And, uh, and like, and I'll say this, there's a mask mandate indoors. I don't know how people smoke and have masks. And I guess you can take your mask off to smoke <laughs> like you can to eat. Most right. people were actually very good at complying in, in the large casinos and were had oh, their masks on. So I will say that was good. But, I guess, yeah, yeah. But, but like, you know, the, the thought that anybody's claiming that the air is good enough that, that you're not going to be, you know, oh, our air filtration, I smelled smoke. Of course you did. So that's just yeah. bullshit. Oh, you know, you know actually, what? let's move on because we've got a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to throw in a quick little 20 seconds. Somebody else had noted that the air doesn't circulate like that until you're at cruising altitude. So landing and takeoff and the time you're sitting there, you're sitting next to a ton of people who are breathing all over you in an incubator. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So we've got a lot of topics where this is one of those where let's see how many we get through. Um, I'm gonna, we're going to start with several mini hits, the insurrection, Trump, Afghanistan. What a show, the insurrection. The insurrection, what a show. Um, the, what I was, History of the world, folks. You have to see it. Inquisition. Exactly. Actually, you know what? I was thinking more like the uh, Schoolhouse Rock one. Remember? Uh uh, the game was tied at seven. Uh, 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 uh. Remember Frankie had right. the ball. He threw, well, he threw a connection in the other direction, and the crowd started shouting out "insurrection." Except that I couldn't well, think of somebody how to really needs do to do that. one of those. I, I think, think the so. Midas guys could do it. Oh, yeah. I think I could do it if I wanted to sit down and like write one of those up oh. for the for the January sixth insurrection. It would be perfect. And Cliff, and then you get the nastier one, which is, and then the crowd started shouting out "Trump's erection." But oh, totally right. I mean, that, that well, could have been when 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 uh, when what came out. Trump has no erection. You probably well, would no, want to do remember that. when when Stormy came out and said his penis looks like a mushroom. Trump's yes. erection. He That's gets very upset about these things. Which, by the way, John, is the perfect segue <laughs> to the fact that apparently 
he he has now lost his shit about all the stuff, yes. the January sixth stuff, and he's yes. pissed at Meadows, and he's pissed. I think yes. he's pissed at his own son, which I love, and all these other people. I think he's pissed at Hannity. I just hope it just becomes a huge civil yes. war. Yes. Um, Let's. You know what I was thinking. Let's. Um. That the big topics we want to talk about. Obviously, Mansion and Bill Beck Better is the big topic. We also wanted to get into the coup, uh, the the coup if we have time. Voting rights if we have time. COVID if we, we have get time. Get into the coup if we have time. We might not have time for the coup because you know that's only well, one of eight you know I mean, crazy though. things going. On. I know. It's just when you, when you say it like that, it's funny though. Yeah, I know. To yeah, me, yeah. it puts into perspective the world we're living in right now. Well, we're getting back into busy news again. You know, it, it feels a little bit the last week or two, like all of a sudden. In any case, so let's jump right in on some of the quick takes for the beginning. Um, yep. One item, one item I want to throw on Cliff was uh, the the U.S. Capitol insurrectionist who threw a fire extinguisher at the cops outside the Capitol. There's a very sort of famous video of that. Yes. Just got five years in prison, which I'm very happy about. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that may be the max seeing stuff like that, that you start feeling like, again, like we can go back and, and, and go back hundreds of years and look at theories. I always talk about it. I took criminology. Cesar Vicaria, who wrote a book, was it on crime and punishment. And the simple thing is it drives me nuts. So when it comes to these kinds of things, if you want to stop people from committing crimes like that, you need the, 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 the phrase is always that it need to be the punishment needed to be swift, certain and severe. And. Right. The problem has been is it hasn't been swift and it wasn't certain. So finally, right. we get the severe one where this guy gets five years because, again, it's not just about him. It's about about signal to all the other little proud boys and and all yeah. the other nuts out there about what could happen to them. Yep. yep. So that's why it's important to me. Yep. Well, the holidays are here and finding the perfect gift is tricky, right? Omaha Steaks makes it so easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Everyone I've sent this to goes crazy. OmahaSteaks.com. Enter the code Stephanie in the search bar. You not only save over 50%, but you get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free. These are the best burgers, period. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship right away. Avoid the holiday shipping hustle and bustle and order the perfect gift package today at OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget you get those eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie in the search bar. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, 100% guaranteed. You will not believe the quality and the quantity of food you get. Everybody is just bowled over when they get this Omaha Steaks gift package. The best steaks, the best burgers, the best chicken, you name it. How about those caramel apple tartlets? Everything is incredible. OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget that keyword is Stephanie in the search bar. OmahaSteaks.com. Do it now. Um, Second topic, Cliff, do you run the New York Times? Dude, I run everything. The weather. I got lasers up there. I got, you know, this stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, Donald Trump gave what, you know, I think, I will say this. I think, and, some and of by the, the way, that story is gone. No one's even talking about it anymore. I know. Well, again, because of course, um, the, you know, Don, the, there are times where I, I do think some folks in the Jewish community can get a little too sensitive about things and say, uh, and, and, and say, oh my God, that's anti Semitic. And I don't think people mean something that way. Donald Trump, whether on purpose or not, I don't really care. Is a huge anti-Semite. I mean, he he. What he does is he betrays his worldview, and his worldview is yes. very much like a racialist, old-time yeah. sort of worldview of everybody is different based upon their race, their ethnic background, their gender, their sexual yeah. orientation. He buys into all that stuff. So right away, tell all the stuff about he, tell people what he oh, said. I mean, how many different things did he say? Congress. No, no, no. no, no. Like, I mean, tell, no, no. Tell them the story. Why I'm mentioning well, the this basic in New York story Times. is he was talking to to. <laughs> 
Who was he talking to again? It was Some a reporter. Israeli interview, uh, uh, I think Israeli uh, reporter, I think. And he was saying, well, you know, it used to be they said Congress was controlled by Israel. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you. He was very clear. He said, you know, Israel used to control Congress. They used to yeah. control everything. No, he's like, yeah. they used to always say, he always, you know, they used to say, yeah. I think is the way he always puts it, because he's always, some people say it's his favorite, like, bullshit, like, fuck. Yeah. They said they used to control Congress, but not anymore. I don't know what the problem is. Blah, blah, blah. And American Jews, uh, you know, they hate Israel. They don't like Israel. And, you know, and, and um, that was another another good one. Um, what, what are some of the other gems? Oh, he said, um, Jewish, you know, Jewish people run the New York Times, right? Sorry, yeah, that is my, yeah, just turning something, you know, whatever. Go ahead. My son was, was FaceTiming me, and I was telling him, Oh, that. that's fine. I was gonna say, okay. I knew that sounded familiar with the um, yeah, did you uh, let me get this hold um. Yeah, the Jew, uh, Obama. Uh, let me see it here. D -d 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 -d. I've said this for a long time. The Jewish people in the United States either don't like Israel or don't care about Israel. Um, the they're oh they're Jewish people that run the New York Times. You know that was a good one, right? And, the New York Times one too. So we run and, the media. Yeah, we controlled yeah. Congress. You know, um, oh, that is a great. Oh, excuse me, Cliff. Let me let me just say this real quick, though. He did not say. I raise this because it's important because it's a much stronger quote. He did not say. Many people say he claimed that Israel used to have absolute power over Congress. Right. That's an anti-Semitic trope. Even though Israel is, yes, even though Israel, I will right. say this, did have a lot of control. <laughs> influence is one thing, but when I mean, you say a lot of influence, using yeah. the word, well, they did. I mean, uh, and they still absolute do control. Uh, but when yeah. you say somebody has absolute control, that starts going into these yeah. tentacled conspiracy theories yeah. of Jews having this sort of nefarious, omniscient control, not because of any specific, but Jews, you know, kind of like we have with space lasers, because we've got these magical powers yeah. to control all Christians. Um, so, yeah, and the New York, I mean, obviously, Congress, New York Times are big ones. Um, another one that's a very much um, an anti-Semitic uh, trope. I guess we would put it, if you will, is how evangelicals care more about Israel than Jews do. Oh, yeah. That's he did, also he did, he did bring that up, actually. Yeah. Yes, that's also an old solid one about how how it's the true good Christians who care about what's right, and the Jews are willing to to trade their own people for you know whatever this and that. I mean, I don't even know if he's he's not smart enough to probably even know that. But he, right. but that's again, that's not the point I'm making. It doesn't really matter whether he's doing it on purpose or not. I mean, it doesn't matter where if, if when evil people out there do evil things, whether they're doing it based upon sound <laughs> reasoning or not, doesn't much matter to the victims. And that's the point is that this guy is wholly unfit to be anywhere near power in every case possible, yep. because yep. this is the way he sees the world. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, three of our I'll say this takes. quickly. I'm oh, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, one, wrap well, up. And we'll let me say them. just yep. one yep. more line, which is. Um, Ilan Omar at times has said some things that I, she didn't mean. Nothing, you know. By the way, nothing nearly as bad as that. Has said some things that have been offensive to Jews, and I'm just having fun imagining if Ilan Omar had said the things Donald Trump said. I mean, oh, yeah. she'd be in prison by now, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm kidding, but the Republicans would want her to go to prison. Oh no, this stuff. Be, yeah. Yeah, just the hypocrisy um, is is what it is. And by the okay. way, once the Republicans, if the Republicans take back the House next year, they're going to kick Omar off of her committees. I'm sure. Yes. The first thing they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Afghanistan again. Final quick topic. Uh, story in the Wall Street Journal: More than sixty thousand Afghan interpreters and others who have applied for visas to seek shelter in the U.S. after working alongside American forces still remain in Afghanistan, according to a State Department official. Sixty freaking thousand.
I don't know how to say that. You know how how to uh, not how to say that. I don't know how that happened and how to analyze that except to say that that's fucking awful. We abandoned those people. We well, promised. I, let, let's well, tell people why, though. It matters. We 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 promised. We promised these guys we would bring them to the U.S. if they helped us because it was so dangerous for them and their families. Mind you, their families can get killed too because they helped us. So we promised we'd bring them here, and we didn't. Again, like I, I, I didn't off. see this article, so I'd love to see what what, what their the reasoning is given for why they're still fucking there. Um, I don't get it on any level, yeah. and and again, it's evil on a ethical level, on a moral level. To when people did what they did to leave in that situation, but again, it's also the message it sends to other people that might yeah. want to work with us in places yeah. like that. Don't trust us next time. If we if we need help of locals and it's dangerous for them, we say, but we will give you the biggest prize of all. We're going to bring you to the West and set you up. You know, bring you to America and set you up. We're lying. I mean, that's yeah, just that's what you'll assume. Man. Absolutely. Man. I need to I need to read more about that to see kind of what what the deal is. So infuriates me. Anyway, so those were our quick takes. We actually did pretty well doing quick 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 quicks. Um, Mansion. So yesterday, Mansion decides to go on Fox News, which that didn't. Nobody missed the fact that that was an interesting choice. And after a week of negotiating with the White House, and according to the White House statement put out by Jen Psaki, which Cliff, you can weigh in on that in a second, um, Manchin was negotiating with them all week, and they actually had started reaching some tentative deals. There was a lot of progress. Manchin said, no, 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 this is really good. I'm not going to cave. You know, We're making progress here. Manchin turned around for no reason and went on Fox News and said, Build Back Better, the second big infrastructure bill. Remember, they already passed the one. The second big infrastructure bill is dead. I'm voting no, and it's dead. So these are the thing. This is the first time I'm actually, you know, I, I don't buy into to what I what I see as potential conspiracy theories easily. I mean, to me, it's not a conspiracy theory that somebody's donors influence their behavior. Of course they right. do. Right. I mean, the easiest right. easiest connection to make in the world. Conspiracy theories say hey, they don't. <laughs> no, well, uh, but I've never been the sit there and say so and so. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, by yeah. this, you know, lobby or that lobby. I know they have influence right. with them. But I mean, I don't know how. Besides that, I'm not sure how you 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 answer what just happened. I mean, I'm not going to read Jen Psaki's whole statement, but it's quite clear the White House is. It's yeah. quite clear that he had made uh, he had made a promise to them in private when they met to to Biden and Biden's people, saying yep. that he agreed with the framework and it was just the individual pieces that needed to be worked out. Yeah. And then before telling them, he goes straight to Fox. I mean, that's such fucking yeah. treachery. You know, yeah. he is he is he's yeah. as close oh. to or maybe at this point he may have surpassed Joe Lieberman in terms of treachery you know, Cliff, versus there's a, the Democratic there's an added little piece I there's an added little piece I learned last night. He didn't just go to Fox. He yeah, and I would say this was a good thing. Like forty five minutes before he had an aide either dispatch a statement or call the White House and say, Look, he's gonna do this, right? So so A, it was premeditated, that's bad. But B, he was giving the White House a heads up. That's actually good, right? Because it lets them per- I mean, good in the context yes. of bad, but that's at least Although somewhat I wouldn't call gentle. 45 minutes. The biggest heads up, but okay. No, no, but it does give them a chance to warn the president, write a statement. Well, the they tr- the White House tries to get a hold of him, which means the president was trying to call him. He refused the call. The whole time he sat there waiting to go on TV, he refused to talk to Biden. That's so fucked. The little fucker. That's bad. That's bad. Like, if so, you, I mean, why don't you just why don't you just talk to them? I mean, like, if he, if he really was going to do this, you talk to the man. Yeah. You say, Joe, I'm sorry. I mean, that's, that's my bad. point. Is that, and this is why yeah. I don't know who. Who controls him? But now I'm suspicious somebody does. Because if you want to do this in the, yeah. in the worst possible way, you do it the yeah. way he did it. 
You'd string if you people want to along. Really fuck you, Democrats you, and right. Biden. Yeah. Exactly. You'd string people yeah. along. You guaranteed you were going to be there in the end as long as people were willing to work with you. You know, this, that, and the other thing. And then you pull this shit. Yep. You know? Yep. And it sucks no, because, it's again, very strange. like this, this, all the people are going to, you know, <laughs> if we had better messaging, hmm. We could maybe get through things like this. But what's going to happen is, is we're not going to go out there and, and tell people individually as we should in each of the vulnerable Republican states, the thing, you know, if we ran on Build Back Better, which we should, when, I mean, right. not that name, but the things in it, you yeah. know, that what this guy just torpedoed from yeah. Medicaid to, yeah. to child tax credit to preschool to all sorts of things that are enormously popular in Florida, where Rubio will be running for re-election, in Wisconsin, where it looks like Ron Johnson will be running for re-election, in Iowa, where it's definitely going to be a hard test to ever beat Grassley's name recognition. But as that dude gets older and older and does crazier and crazier things, maybe a possibility, like, you know, making, holding, you know, if, if we can go out and make that argument, but, you know, like, yeah. again, now what people are seeing right now is they're seeing Democratic infighting. And it makes us yes. look awful. Yes. And it's it just for those of us who've been around <clears throat> long enough, it's a replay of 94. It's a replay of 2010. And we know how those ended up. We sat Which there means, trying to negotiate with Joe Lieberman or trying yes. to negotiate with, with Ben Nelson or these other treacherous assholes who kept right. undercutting us at every, you know, so that we couldn't get to, to 60 votes or 50 votes or whatever it is that we needed to get something done. And in the end, People, you know, people don't sit there and say, "Oh, well, you took a moderate right. path." I like that about the Democrats. It, they don't, they don't pay that close attention. Yeah. You either, yeah, yeah. you either delivered or you failed. And we L- failed. let me jump in here on a couple of things. First of all, um, uh, Amanda Turkle tweeted, "It's not her piece; it's another person at Huffington Post's Tara Goldshawn, that Manchin privately told colleagues he believed West Virginia parents getting the child tax credit would spend the money on drugs instead of their kids. That's why he didn't want it." He's, are, he's just an asshole. I mean, yeah. truth of the matter is, is that for all I know, that may be true in some cases. But in the vast majority of cases, yeah, exactly. The vast majority exactly. of cases, it's, it's what they always do with welfare. Are there some people that will cheat welfare? Yeah. Absolutely. Are there some yeah. people that will take unemployment benefits and not go work? Sure. But yeah. the vast majority of people, in any study you look at it, really common sense wise, uh, when they get these kinds of benefits, they use them the right way. Yeah. And like to to have that worldview be his worldview. Yeah. I mean, this. I mean, yeah. you know, like he's questioning the morality of people in West Virginia. This motherfucker, whose wife was on the board of like the whatever the nursing uh, or the education uh, uh, association was. I'm trying to remember who was the in West Virginia or nationally. And she magically required every place to have an EpiPen. Hmm. Who wasn't yeah. who created EpiPens? I mean, there's just not created, but but what, runs no, the no, company. Who, who's the who, yes, yes, yes. You're right. Who's the one yeah. who runs the who was running the company at the time? Mylan, you know, M Y L A N. I don't know. Yep. That, that's they how you jacked the it. price of EpiPens. They, yeah. they jacked the price up. I mean, you can find his daughter. These guys it's so much. It, sorry, the punchline is it's Mansion's daughter. You didn't say. <laughs> punchline is it's Mansion's daughter. Yeah. The punchline <laughs> is Mansion right now. At, there's climate change aspects of this bill. He's knocked down. He's making half a million dollars a year from a mining investment in West Virginia. There's, you know, there's a, he acts like much like Donald Trump and George W. Bush back in the day. And the people like, oh, yeah, man, you know, Mitt Romney, yeah. I made it on my own. Yeah, he made it on let his own except you. for the grand, just let me finish. Except for the, yeah, yeah. the grandfather that was a mayor and the father who was, you know, a state rep and I think secretary of state. I mean, he was born into this stuff and handed, shit was handed to him. But now he's judging other people. Yeah, yeah I, sorry, I was trying to, Interrupt no, you because ahead. I was going to ask you another question. <laughs> um, the name five things that are in this Build Back Better bill, five different topics. 
the child tax credit, there's money for, for climate change mitigation, which means switching over to cleaner energy from stuff like coal. Uh, there's preschool, universal preschool, and uh, I think there's additional money for kindergarten. I know this stuff because I pay attention. That's three. That's three. Uh, yes. I know. But, I mean, you've got a better. You've got a great memory, which is why I'm seeing if even you could. Because right. I can't do it. I so can, can do it. but but I can actually only do five, which is sad. Um, there's a Medicaid <laughs> oh, okay. oh, hole. Yeah. There's a Medicaid hole of which. Oh, I that's right. I the Medi- what it is? Yeah. This closes that, and the fifth one is it, it boosts uh, also ACA subsidies. Healthcare subsidies that will go for people. You're good. Healthcare. See, I, but, I didn't even remember the ACA subsidies. I mean, and the and I initially forgot about the Medicare drug stuff. There's the Medicare hearing aid. I forgot about all of that. I mean, but I was you picked there in the my right number, going, John. So if you'd said six, I couldn't right. have done it, and yeah. I should be able to do it. <laughs> this is, I mean, not, not to mention Cliff. I mean, I guess okay. Now that the bill is dead for the moment, it may not be dead, dead, but it's dead for the moment. Now Democrats have coalesced on a message of talking about the child care tax credit. Oh, the child, excuse me, the child tax credit. Suddenly, do you notice that though? Because that's the topic that keeps coming up now. Suddenly, these assholes, right. you're after, after the bill dying, this. just came up with a t- messaging point. Right. They're like, you're taking this away from people to, to show all the individual horrible things that are going to happen because of Mansion, as opposed to before when we kept saying this, how about telling people they were going to get those things with this? Yeah. And by the way, no, it, it, not just that though. I'm saying pick one. Hang hinge the whole freaking bill on one I don't even main think point. One, I would pick three. People but that's can, fine. But, but, the, but the suddenly they pick child tax that, credit is my point. Right. I'm just saying studies have proven that people can remember things that's best fine. in threes, and that's they why did. messaging is always best yeah. in threes. Yeah. I find. But I'm saying, but they didn't have three. What is weird to me and annoying is they've now picked one, which is fine. Let's face it. If you're not even going to have three, one is still better than ten thousand. They've depicted the child tax credit now that the bill's dead for now. Like right. they didn't bother doing it a week ago. They didn't bother doing it a month ago. I just, I mean, and the Hell, other thing is, ago. well, and the other thing is, I'm glad the White House put this document out because I was writing my newsletter, cyber disobedience, and I was trying to come up with all the hits of what Biden did this year. And I was kind of going, oh, shit. For example, OK, I remembered there was the first infrastructure bill, although I'm hard pressed to say besides your talking point, planes, trains, and automobiles, the I forgot about the American recovery bill or whatever it was called, which was the. Which was the original stimulus, stimulus so and that was about getting vaccines out to people. And COVID I don't even remember. Yeah. Other than the Paycheck Protection, I forgot it had another fourteen hundred dollars stimulus. I don't remember any of the shit that was in there. I know. And I don't know how we there, do this. It's... I don't know why we do this. I ask again yeah. and again. I don't understand how somebody. Hmm. I don't care if it's the DNC, the triples, hmm. somebody doesn't just sit there and say these are the three things. Just on every yeah. single communication you have. Yeah. From TV to email to radio to yeah. on the floor of the House, Senate, wherever, yeah. why these aren't the three things. Yeah. I don't. It, it makes no sense that we can't seem to do this. No sense. Yeah, it's the easiest thing in the fucking world, and we can't seem to do it. <clears throat> no, I, I just it's yeah yeah. So anyway, I mean, so the mansion thing, you know, I mean, I've written a lot. Well, like you said, it's the conspiracy stuff. I mean, he's not. He's not playing fair. There's something going on. There's some ulterior motive. He wanted to screw with this from the beginning. We know that now. You know, right. The question and, is, and, where do we go from here? Well, let me uh, give a little what? more insight into where we go. Yeah. And, and, but again, everyone has to take into to account here <clears throat> that you literally cannot trust anything Joe Manchin says, which I think a lot no, of us are. He's like do. Kirsten Cinema, except Kirsten Cinema is just stupid. He's just he's just got an ulterior yeah, motive. He he's more of an arrogant, him. pompous, you know, 
the heir of yeah. like that that the the heir of a, of a bush, frankly, of this pompous family that's been powerful for generate yeah. for three generations at least in West Virginia. He's yeah. got his own little stupid boat, almost heaven. I mean, it's yeah. fucking cringy, frankly. And yeah. you know, and and that's him. Kirsten Cinema is more like this flaky idiot who yeah. you don't know what the hell she's going to say from one moment to the next, and then she's off running a marathon or at a fundraiser, not answering. Her. I mean, there's different things I hate about both of them. I hate them both equally. Um, the the other difference also is that she's an idiot because we have leverage against her at this point her approval rating not among the entire population in Arizona just among Democrats is 27% so well I guess if Republicans you know and Republicans whatever they do to mess with elections if we don't stop they're not going to do it to help Kirsten Sinema they're going to do it to help one of their own people so she's fucked any which way from from Sunday I don't know how she wins whereas he's in West Virginia I don't think as I've said before he could even win re-election in that state uh, with how right wing it is, they'll put up a real Republican against him, you know. Yeah. But instead of the fake Republican, he is. Well, but sure, because what if he what if he changes his yet. party? But what if he changes his party affiliation and he runs as a Republican? A lot of people are going to vote just because they in the primary. Fair enough, but they're oh, he's a Republican. He might have stupid. a chance of doing that only in right? that it's a smaller state where the name he's got it comes from a brand name that's been huge right. for a while, um, and uh, and. That the governor that switched parties, Jim Justice, what a ridiculous name for that guy, um, the coal billionaire who was a Democrat and switched to the Republican Party while he was governor, supports Manchin. They're still buddies. He supported Manchin, was the only Democrat he still came out and supported in his reelection, which probably helped him get reelected. So I shouldn't say he can't. He has a chance with the name and the money and the, and the fact that it's a small state that's not hugely expensive to advertise in and all the other stuff. He would have a chance, but it would be a real fight. If some crazy right. Trumpy West Virginian comes along on the far right and starts pointing at all the things he's probably voted for in the past that are unacceptable to them, yeah, um, yeah, uh, we'll yeah. see. Uh, in the end, like again, well, I, well, this is supposed to be going forward. Ron Wyden, senator from Oregon, responded because we should tell people for context. The big problem he had was with a lot of the gimmicky parts of this thing, which are things that sort of you pass for ten years. And then they're supposed to sunset in these budgets. Um, I'm not a big fan of those things either. <laughs> I just happen to believe we, we need to pass all the things we need to pass and not sunset them and put our priorities where they should be instead of giving the Pentagon $20 billion more billion than it asks for and all sorts of stupid shit like that. I digress. Um, so, but but um, well, hold on, because yeah. this is important. Yep. Wyden got rid of some of the things that are less popular in there and has now put together a framework. He came out with it right away hmm. pretty quickly. That costs about the same, but does away with the ten-year gimmicks. So, in, if 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 Mansion were somebody whose word had any meaning at all, right. this this you'd say, well, well, it seems like Wyden. If, if everybody else gets on board, Wyden has solved Mansion's problems with this. Right. But it's Joe Mansion. So even right. if you solve his right. problems, he finds new problems to have next week. Uh, th- that's so what I'm forward, afraid of. That's yeah. where we are. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Um. I was trying to think what I was going to mention with this as well with him and the uh, – no, I can't think of it anymore. I had it. Um, shoot, I don't remember now. I don't remember now with him. But um, Oh, I know what I was going to say. But you know, there's been an interesting divide, interestingly, interestingly enough, <clears throat> in terms of messaging between AOC and Omar and Cori Bush. Omar and Cori Bush came out and have been basically criticizing Democrats. Cori Bush went, well, Omar, Elon Omar said, um, basically, I told you this was going to happen. I told you Democrats were going to drop or whatever. You know, the bill would be killed if we did this. 
implicitly criticizing Democrats. You'll recall that there are two bills, infrastructure bills. One was for around $1.3 trillion or so. It became law. That was a traditional bill, planes, trains, and automobiles. The second one was this way bigger one, anywhere from $1.75 billion. I still keep saying billion, trillion to $3 trillion, and it included all sorts of other things like child tax credit we talked about in the things right. Cliff mentioned. Um, what is interesting with this is – so what happened was the left in the House – was holding the smaller bill hostage because Manchin had negotiated it and they figured Manchin really wants it. So they didn't want to pass it until Manchin agrees in the Senate or the Senate actually does pass the larger bill, the $3.5 trillion or whatever. Right. Well, finally, because it wasn't going anywhere, Biden and others convinced them to you know let it go, pass the smaller one. And there Not was a them. Permit- a couple of them still voted against it, the, the squad group, the other progressives, the progressive caucus. Yeah. Behind it. Yes. From yes. my uh, Jay Powell, whose name I'm yes. sadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- yeah J- and J- some Paul, other yeah. folks who actually I really like, who even may be to my left, but I think are good, you know, team players yep. and, and try to do the right thing. And right. I really agree with them. So right. go ahead. So so anyway, so it passes. Well, anyway, what happens now is Omar was saying, see, I told you so. They weren't going to pass the other bill. We should have listened to me, basically criticizing Dems. More overtly criticizing Dems was Cori Bush. And she literally came out and said, you know, to the extent of, I promise people back home, how do you expect us to get out our voting base when we don't even come through for them? And basically, again, criticizing Dems. Um, Number of problems here, including the fact that, you know, it's not Democrats, it's Manchin. And it's not just Manchin. It's also 50 Republicans who refuse to vote for this. (laughs) Like, right. Every single Republican An entire is to blame party, as well. including yeah. its so-called, and they're not moderates, but its so-called reasonable half dozen people yeah. who are willing to vote sometimes for things uh, like Trump's impeachment that yeah. need to be voted for, still all of them yeah. refuse to come forward and support this too. That would be the all first. we needed was one of all we needed was one Republican, and we could have ignored Mansion. So, so let's not forget that. Secondly, which uh, secondly, even if they're right, and I don't think they are. Great message to put out there. I mean, you know, we get screwed on something and your message is, hey, guys, maybe you shouldn't vote for Democrats next year in an election where it already looks like Democrats are probably going to lose the House and Senate. Hey, guys, maybe you ought to make sure Democrats lose the House and Senate because that's the best way. And mind you, I will say this is the uh, Omar questionable, but in Cory Bush, this is the socialist left. I got news for you. The socialist left is going to have a hard time passing some of its proposals in a good year, let alone under a Republican House Congress. That's never going to happen. Like, right. You know, so well, she's, she's shooting been, all of us I, in the foot. What I, yeah. what they and she's not right. Doing, and she's not right either, as we said. Right. Well, what they should have been doing, and I, I can't speak to other stuff. I saw one tweet to this effect by, by AOC, which I fully agree oh, she's with. She's been good. She's been good. Yeah, which I fully agree with. She was saying, like, one, the, 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 that what a huge structural flaw in our system that one person who had about, what, a couple hundred thousand people vote for him or something, whatever right. it takes to win an election in West Virginia is able to do this. And obviously, that is a ridiculous problem in our system. It is the reason why new states need to be added. The filibuster needs to be got rid of. We've known all of this. So I agree with AOC on that. Second part, um, with Omar and Bush, I don't know what Bush said. If Omar is just saying we should have, you know, that the issue is that these two things, the minute we give up that leverage, we we were setting ourselves up for this. To a certain degree, she's right, right? I mean, that I will say. What was the alternative is my question. What was the alternative? Well, okay, but let me finish and I'll tell you. To me, in reality, she's correct about that. The problem is, which they're all forgetting, Cori Bush, her, whatever, is there are a lot of really good things in the other bill. So if you're, what would your preference be? 
because yeah. for all we know, then Manchin may have Manchin and Republicans, well, Republicans already, but Manchin would have torpedoed the other bill, and we would have gotten neither. And as far as I mean, that's the thing is, it tells me you haven't looked at. I mean, I know that I saw Cory Bush bragging on her Twitter somewhere about this money she brought home to East or wherever St. Louis, you know, for this, that, and the other program. And people made sure to point out, as they did with numerous Republicans, you voted against right. it. Which she doesn't get a free pass because she's a Democrat. She voted against right. it the way Republicans voted against it. Stop bragging about it. You didn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so the, clearly yeah. she gets on some level that there's some good stuff in there because she's bragging about it. And that's what yeah. my problem is: is that if is, is I understand the emotional like betrayal. Uh, you know, you're sitting there and you're angry as all fucking get out at, at Joe Manchin. But you know that this wasn't a team deal. You see how pissed Joe Biden is. You see that Joe Biden had assurances we were fucked. By Joe Manchin, which again shouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world, but also should lead you to say to yourself, "This guy was always going to screw us. He, pre- right. he might have been willing to screw us to the tune of undercutting this other bill, which was still necessary and very right. important." And oh, by the way, if you're out there instead talking about all the great things you passed in the other bill because you did deliver for your people, by by that I mean you didn't specifically because you voted yes. against the other bill, but yeah. you're out there talking about. About Democrats, we actually did deliver on a lot of stuff because when you combine that COVID Wait, stimulus let me tell you, bill and the first yeah. by in the and the first infrastructure bipartisan bill, there's a lot of shit in there, a lot of good stuff. But let, let me first tell you what she said. I, I don't want to get on a tangent on what was in the bill again, real quick though. But, so one of what she said was, um, I put my rotation on the line, bah, 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 and we must not undermine our power and uh, nor the power of the people. By placing the fate of Build Back Better at the feet of one senator, Joe Manchin, that bothered me. Well, as if I don't think as we if we all chose. Right. Wait, no, no, no. She just said we all chose to put the bill at the feet of it. That we all put it in Manchin's hands, and when we we all let Manchin screw us. And by the way, we all means Democrats. So that her base is getting the message. And by the way, I saw it all over Twitter yesterday, even from you know Amanda Marcotte who I like a lot, actually. Amanda came out and said we shouldn't have passed anything. All we did now was pass an earlier bill that now Republicans will take credit for. And I I was like, Amanda, we passed an earlier bill that did a great deal of good for America. And here's a thought. Maybe we could run on re-election that Biden was the only one in recent memory to pass a huge bipartisan bill. Exactly. There's another guy, you may remember him, an orange guy who talked about infrastructure constantly and didn't get it done. The guy who yeah. brought the Republicans and Democrats together on this bill was Joe Biden. Actually, that's your that's your freaking message. And by the way, that's Biden's fucking message, except that it's not Biden's message. We well, passed that earlier be. bill and it's down the memory hole. And, and, you know, the message should be, here's what we passed. Give people the three things that they'll be like, wow, we did this in a bipartisan manner, which no other president has yep. been able to do since blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, people aren't going to give Republicans credit unless they're the only ones out there talking about yep. it. Sure. If we sit there and we act like this thing was just the appetizer to the other yeah. one and it sucks and there's nothing good, yeah. they will take credit for it. Yeah. But if we go out there and we take credit for yeah. this thing, guess what? We yeah. still, uh, the, the the near entirety of the Democratic Party, the exception of those four, five, six yeah. squad members yeah. voting for the thing, we only got, what was it, 12, 15, 17 Republican votes in the Senate and about oh, a got, dozen. Uh, 19, I believe, 19. Okay, yeah. fine, 19, yeah. which is still less than half of their caucus. Pretty good though, um, pretty good though. Yes, but they can't yeah. say that it was their bill when less than half of their caucus voted for it. No, point. but 
you know what? But my honestly, point is, if we're yeah, standing on, yeah. up and saying that we brought a bipartisan group together to vote right. for this thing, right? We were able to do it because we can sit there and say yeah. we had ninety nine percent of Democrats on board, and Joe Biden was able to do a, a Herculean task and get and get fifteen or ten percent or whatever yeah. it is of Republicans when you count the House. But that doesn't make it their bill. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's my point, right? Yeah, fair like, well, well, first of all. That's partly messaging. I'm sure they'll make it their bill because we're not even making it our bill. That's what I was just saying. We, <laughs> right. come, out and, we come out and brag about it and say right? all the good things we did yeah. and we got Republicans yeah. to come along for them. The media yeah. will be their usual stupid selves. But if you push the message to them, they'll yes. have to repeat it and say you're right because the, the vast majority and, of people were Democrats who voted the, for it. And the dicky talking point, which is partially necessary because you're trying to tell people why Democrats in power are better than Republicans in power. Republicans controlled everything and they couldn't get this thing through. Donald right. Trump controlled those first two years. Donald Trump controlled a lot. He couldn't get this through. And, you know, with his own Congress, he couldn't get it through. But then Democrats came in and we could us control the Congress. We got almost half of Republicans in the Senate on board and and a significant number in the House. Anyways, but I also think there's a more general topic, which is I don't see us being in that. We shouldn't be in the game of let's not pass really, really, really good long, you know, Democratic priorities because Republicans might try to take credit for it. It well, is course. not better. Is it? I mean, what do you think? Is it? It's not better to to have not passed the other bill. Well, in just, the I, end, I, I think I said that very clearly. Like yeah. I mean, to me, on every level, it's better to have passed it. Yeah. It's better on the level of Joe Biden said he could bring a bipartisan group of people together to pass strong, positive legislation, game changing legislation. He yeah. did that. Um, we said that we could pass infrastructure and do things that Donald Trump kept saying he could do and failed to do when he had complete control. We did that. We said we could do whatever these individual things are for you that we would tell people about. So in the end, sometimes good politics and good policy line up and they do yep. here very simply. Yep. So let's move on and talk about the, the coup a little bit. Cause there's, <clears throat> there's news there. Um, the, as Cliff already mentioned, there was a report or maybe we both mentioned there was a report that Trump is uh, freaking out about where the insurrection commission, the January 6th committee in the house is going. They've talked to, they've interviewed over 300 people, but significantly they've interviewed people like Mark short, who was uh, VP Pence's chief of staff and who also, you know, he's a good Republican sadly, but, but he's not quite a Trumper. So short and, and very, let me say this. I may even yeah. surprise John with this. Hmm. And hopefully John will be in favor. Hmm. Um, but um, I'm friendly with, Hugo Lowell, who's been breaking all of these oh, yeah. stories yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Guardian, the Guardian. Yep. he has agreed to come on our podcast on Wednesday oh, if we will good. have him. Oh, excellent. Yeah, he's great. It's funny. I just retweeted the stories today. He's been breaking all those stories. Uh, so yeah. John and I will figure out what time, but we will yep. tape the podcast on Wednesday with Hugo yep. to give you guys yep. the first hand account. Yep. And yeah, I think he was he was the one that broke that story. That So Trump is freaking out. He's really worried about what's going on with the New York Attorney General and all those cases there with the prosecutors. Really freaked out about the insurrection. Really freaked out that Mark Meadows wrote the book, let alone that the papers Meadow now turned over included all the notes about, you know, Fox, the PowerPoint coup plan, all that kind of stuff. The 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 his text messages he's trump trump is freaking out basically about what else is there and about his own mortality political more i should say not political mortality prison mortality um so that's good the bad part about this is there was a piece in the washington post i think this last weekend that you all ought to read kind of horrifying very horrifying basically reminded me of when the defense when all the defense uh um the heads of the Defense Department came together. We've talked about this before, how we knew oh, yeah. they knew yeah, yeah, something yeah. was up. 
and wrote a letter to remind troops of their yep. duty to our constitution. Yeah. Right. After, sometime after the election, yep. right before the coup happened, I think like it was like a week before. I had to look it yep. up. This. So now we've got three generals. Yep. Who are I think they're all retired, so they can do it. Writing uh, an op-ed in the Washington Post, basically saying if if, if things don't aren't don't happen, if changes aren't made, if we're not prepared, obviously this is their playbook for 2024 and perhaps 2022 for that matter. Yeah, that there's a chance of a not just a, a coup. They're concerned about a military coup. Right. Well, that concerned... one in ten people who showed yep. up on January 6th. You may remember, by the way, this is the report that Napolitano had to expunge because all the right-wingers cried like the fucking yep. babies they are. 2009, that, 2010, when she was at, I believe. Yes, when she was at Homeland Security, that the biggest danger was that there were veterans and others who were coming home, some with PTSD, some with just right-wing leanings, and that they were more dangerous because sometimes they would come home and they wouldn't find jobs immediately. And yep. guess what? They had the skills yep. to yep. do mass damage to us if they yep. wanted to, which is just common sense. And that's where we are. One in 10... Of the people who were there that day, coming in part of the coup, had military training, and that's what these guys talked about. That the same divisions that that uh, exist in our society yeah. can also <clears throat> exist in the military, and the military needs to, to work hard to root them out, root out those that are yeah. dangerous, to 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 make sure to enlighten, right. let's say, those that might be thinking of going in that direction. Well, and um, yeah, I mean, and they he gave, they gave some specifics. Basically, they're very concerned that military around the country are going to form their own units that are not form, but their own, you know, smaller units are going to stand up and say, for example, Biden or uh, Trump or a Trump-esque figure runs next time. The Trump-esque figure pulls all the bullshit that we were thinking Trump was going to do last time and did, but actually pulls it off. We're heading to an inaugural. There's two guys who claim to be president. The Congress is divided. The courts won't intervene because it's not judiciable or, you know, they're justiciable. And that the military units then have to decide, you know, who's on whose side. Some state Republican states uh, National Guard and, and stuff, and even the bases in those states say, we're for the rightful President Donald Trump. Other states say no. They, do what, they end up doing what we now know was the text from to Mark Meadows from Rick Perry. Um, yeah. Rick yeah. fucking Perry, of all, yeah. you know, a guy that, that was a governor, uh, you know, the biggest state and secretary of, of energy. Doofus, an idiot, but still is what he is. This is a guy saying, you know, sending, a, sending that night saying, let's not wait. Why not just have the states that are in question, what's in question yeah. in their minds, nobody else's, yeah. send us a separate slate of electors, which yes. is a coup. Yes. But, but again, getting back to these guys. So the big concern that these generals have is that not only do we have this divided thing, nobody knows who's president and all of that, but you literally have the military taking sides within the military so that you're having a civil war within the military itself. I decided to look up the numbers because Cliff mentioned that one in 10 of the of the insurrectionists were former military. I was thinking, well, there's a lot of veterans, though. Is that a significant number? It was number? former or current. Some of them were actually in the military still. Well, um, let me tell was, you. I think, was, I think they gave those numbers in their op-ed, the generals. Yes. Did, I remember. Well, let me tell you the uh, – oh, actually, well, here's the thing. Okay, this is kind of interesting. I mean the – That's about right. Okay. The, the numbers of veterans we have in the states, 18 to 30, of, among 18 to 34 year olds, 3% of men are veterans. Among 35 to 54 year olds, 8% of men are veterans, more or less. So you're talking about an average of probably 5% or so. And so that's about right with, yeah, according to the US Census in 2019, there were more than 17 million military veterans. Um, 
which makes actually I should have well women are a lot less actually so the women brings it down but among men 17 million would be out of 330 million is about 5%, right? So that's about right. Now you take the current members of the military, which typically it's 2,000, 3,000, if you add them all together, I think typically that's what it's been in the US. That gets you to 20 million. That's not a significant difference. That's still, now you're up to six or 7%. You're not 10%. 10% is 50% higher. It is two times to to 1.5 times higher than the population at large, which makes it significant. Anyway, it was a scary ass thing. They're talking about having to game out scenarios. You know, military leaders have to game out scenarios of how they fight back. If in fact the country doesn't just defend and descend into civil war, but the military little itself, it's, it's horrific. It's just horrific. Yeah. You know, I mean, really the horrific thing is that that has to even be written by guys, by generals, but you can, you can bet your ass that, uh, that they've seen all sorts of intelligence reports that the yeah. rest of us have not seen. Yeah. So whatever you, we, we think out. we yeah. know, they know more. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like we knew those defense former heads mm. of defense knew more too. Turns out they did. Yeah. You know, yeah. I remember. I still remember doing the podcast here and mentioning Ugh. that thing with John and, and you know before the the, the January sixth tune saying what do these guys know? Yeah. And pointing out that that the one who gathered everybody together was Dick Cheney, whose yeah. daughter. Happened to be in the Republican caucus yep. in leadership at the time. Clearly, people, you know, the, with the connections they had within that party, they were hearing things. Yep. You know, yep. And, I mean, it, it does make you ask that question. And, and again, this is where we have to go back, sadly, to, to Joe Manchin. You know, none of we can't ever say this is all solvable. It's not. Um, but remaining at least a democracy, for the most part, is solvable. Literally, it, it comes with getting rid of the filibuster, at the very least, for civil rights issues like voting rights. Right. If, and that's the reason why, as much as you know, I see people saying, kick Joe Manchin out of the caucus and do this or do that. You can't. Okay. Yeah. I can't stand the fucking guy either. Um, but in the end, that's the ball game. You want to never see legislation passed again <laughs> that, that, that does anything like infrastructure, much less anything? Because we no longer have a Senate. I mean, that's what we're playing with here. General, the generals get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. Go. On. I'm finished up because there's a funny little breaking news that'll make you laugh at a what an asshole. The generals kind of get it. Other people get it. How Mansion and Cinema don't? I don't know. Unless they don't want to get it. I mean, as bad people as I think they are, I would think they actually stand for basic democracy. But maybe they don't. I mean, it should be quite clear. Also, frankly, Mitt Romney. You know, and, and Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins. I mean, they have to see where this extreme gerrymandering in the states is producing this. You don't get Jim Jordans and Matt Gates. You still get a couple of them because there are going to be some states that are just, you know, Wyoming or places that are so rural and so right wing that it wouldn't matter. Or they only have one member of Congress that, you know, it, it, you're going to get somebody a right wing nut. But we have so many of them because our system is set up to fear a primary from the right. Not to, in places like Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, yeah. Florida, Texas, you know, and many more. That has to be stopped as well as yeah. voter suppression. And, can, they, you know, yep. Yep, go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> it's off topic, but it's just so good. Donald Trump revealed that he got the COVID vaccine uh, booster. He got the COVID oh. vaccine booster. How nice. You, <laughs> now, well, what matters here is at one of Trump's recent rallies a month or two, I think it was probably two months ago now, two or three max, probably two because we talked about it on the show, was 
uh, Trump was going off about the vaccine and he was telling people, you know, yeah, maybe you should get it. But I'm not saying you should get it. It's also OK if you don't get it. And he gave that bolt because yeah. the one time previously when he had uh, suggested people get vaccinated, he got booed and then backed off. So now he's really equivocal more than usual. Trump went on to, it's for the booster, you know. I don't. I mean, I don't see any. Re- I don't really see any reason in getting it. In me getting it, I'm not going to get it. And, and then it. he turned around and got it anyway. After yeah, after basically he's a suggesting dishonest asshole, and I mean, after suggesting to his people, basically, here's what I did, knowing that's what they're going to do. They're going to see. Even Trump says we don't need it, and then the fucker that. got it anyway. After telling people not to get it, basically. And that's the thing. In the end, that's what like, bothers me. It's not just hypocritical. Well, it's. It's like Fox News, Cliff, where none of them will say if they got the vaccine. You know they're all boosted. Well, they do, well the they're ones who boosted. admit it, they do the two-step. Well, they have to be at Fox News because yeah. they're required to be. Yeah. So there's that too. And Newsmax. Sir. Yeah. I don't know about One American News. <laughs> but yeah. here, here's the thing you know, that, that's so frustrating is that just happened on Fox News with Ron DeSantis too. Hmm. Or I think it was on Fox. Maybe it was hmm. on one of the other. Maybe he ventured to CNN and got surprised. Hmm. But he, he admitted. He's like, oh, yeah, I got the shot. But that's, you know, he tried to kind of like – you know, hedge on, oh, well, yeah, I mean, for me, I got the shot, but others will make their own, you know, the, the, yeah. the two-step yeah. they try yeah. to do is, you know, I chose to do it, but everybody should absolutely have their own yeah. choice, and, you know, blah, 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 they're, they're, it's the vaccine mandates thing, is that's what they're yeah. they're doing in the end. So, essentially, they're they're making sure they're as safe as possible and killing yeah. all their own people. I mean, but this, the thing is, honestly, this is even worse than the Fox stuff, I feel like, because to some degree, we know the Fox people are probably all boosted anyway. Privately, as you said, they're required to be vaccinated and then knock the booster publicly. Trump literally said he wasn't getting it. He didn't see a need for right. it at his age, basically telling other people his age. I don't. So they say, well, Trump, Trump's my age in the 70s and he's not he doesn't think he's, he's not going to get it. It's literally lying to people. It would be like Tucker and everybody saying, I'm not getting that damn shot. Why then talking about why it's so bad and getting it anyway? He anyway, it's just he's, no, no, you're he's right. killing I see, people. I he's see fucking killing people. Is, you know, yes, it's it's, it's even worse. It's just it's just even more egregious because we you get it because by saying he's not well, getting also, it, he's telling people not to get it. Of course, I mean, that's the message he's sending. But it's always been more egregious yeah. just by the fact that also Fox News is Fox News. Their commentators are bad enough. He was sadly the president of the United States. And so by the president of the United States saying he's not getting it, that carries a lot more weight. Yeah, such an yeah. asshole. Um, you know, um, I'm looking at this. You know, let's talk about COVID a little bit, you know. Um, and then I've got a funny New York Times thing that we can close with. We could, let's do five or ten minutes on COVID anyway. I mean, because I'm saying look at the other topics. But I think it's it, there's enough going on. Um, Harry Anton at CNN, who's their pollster or their poll reader, um, just talked about a new polls this morning. We're really bad. Oxios Ipsos poll. 45% of Americans say they have socially distanced in, distanced in the last week compared to 79% last December. I mean, unless you're on a farm, how have you not social distanced at some point in the last week, right? I was standing in the grocery line and I made sure I stood, stood back far enough. Yeah, not next I, don't to really, I don't know. I don't think that's a very good question, I would, I would say. Well, because you don't know what it means, I guess, right? Right. Yeah, it's okay. not clear. Well, let's get on to more. Um, only 30% of Americans report wearing a mask at all times in the last week outside of the home. Yeah, that one's worse. And obviously, again, unless they phrase it more specifically, because obviously you're not going to wear it in your car or things like that, right? Or you're not going to wear true. it if you leave your house and you go to your daughter's house where they're all vaccinated, right? So, but but the point is, the number was um, the number was 74%. Now it's 38. Yep. That's concerning, right? Final, final poll number. Um, 
a majority, 55% in the Monmouth poll, I've got two numbers here, poll want the government to institute masking and social distancing down from 63. And finally, support for mask mandates, uh, 55 down from 63 to for the government to implement uh, institute mask and social distancing guidelines. And finally, support for mask mandates in public public indoor spaces is at 49%. That's bad. In other words, the grocery stores. Well, I think cash. some of this. That what sucks about this is I think some of this hmm. is coming from at this point from people that are vaccinated who just are fucking have had enough, you know. And I don't blame them for that. They don't think don't get me wrong. You still yeah. can't have that be the reason why. But I know people like that at this point. I really do. You know, you know? and I'm not sure yes. what to tell you. They're they're going yeah. out to restaurants. They're doing stuff. They're not yeah. trying to get it. They're not going. They're trying to avoid people. They're not sitting right next to them. But they're also like, you know, we're, we're almost two years into this thing. And they're like, I got vaccinated. I got boosted. I did everything I was supposed right. to do, you know, and it sucks. But that's that's where we're reaching. And, and yeah. I'm just report, you know, I'm just saying that, you know, I don't know anybody uh, who I socialize with at all. And I'm around who is an anti-vaxxer because no. I would not no, choose not to if I found that no. out. Right. I know of a few people, like friends of friends and stuff like that, but nobody who I know personally, even the right. ones who are Republicans. Right. But I do know people who are just at this point, like I've had it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. I did again, and I'm not defending this. I'm just saying what's out there. Right. It's people who are just like these fucking unvaccinated people are just are, are just won't get with the program. I've you know given up my life for however long. I feel like the risk to me at this point, you know, is what I think some of these folks are saying. The risk to me is minimal mm-hmm. that I will end up in a hospital if I get it or right. dying because I'm of I'm, I'm under the, the I'm not in the highest age brackets and I'm healthy and I'm, you know, and I can't claim to, to not have at least some understanding of where they're coming from. You've got this group of fucking assholes that's just destroying stuff for the rest of us, you know, and some people but, are just but like with masks like, even, but with masks, I'm I, not I saying like it's I don't, right. You know what I mean? But I mean, I'm not saying you know, it's right. we're I'm all tired of it. stuff, but give me a break. Masks. I mean, you know, I just feel like, I don't know. I'm well, tired masks, too, but I feel like, you know, try war- try trench warfare for three years. I mean, no, you're I tired agree. of, you I, know, I it's just some, it's with these, still six years. I don't shit. think these are people that are refusing to wear masks when it's, you know, I think these are people that are going to restaurants where at some point, if you're going to eat, you have to take a mask hmm. off. Right. right. Um, I, I, that's my take on it anyhow. Right. Um. You know what I mean? So I, I mean, yeah. we, you know, I, I and, and and I would say, look, I'm in, I'm in Cincinnati, in Ohio. I'm definitely in sort of a middle to upper middle class neighborhood. So, you know, that I think people are pay attention to science more. But when I go into a coffee shop here, I'm wearing my mask. I go and I get it. I leave. Whatever. Right. I think two thirds or more the people I see in this place are wearing it. But Jesus Christ, like drive out twenty minutes from here and see what it's like. You know, right. like uh, right. I, I I just think that there's all of the people who already the 30 whatever percent that are refusing that don't live in reality. And I think there's a contingent of people that are just like, you know what? I, I've done what I, I am fully protected. My chances right. of ending up in the hospital are minimal. Fuck them. And I'm not right. defending it, but I understand it. Right. I understand being that pissed. I still would say to everybody listening, obviously wear a mask everywhere. And no matter how angry you are at these fuckers, like the hope right. is that we can get through this winter you know, and, and come out of this on the other side. Um, and at least if this follows the patterns of, of the uh, Spanish flu, and maybe it won't, um, but we had basically, it was a three season thing where there were three waves. 
Yes, and correct. I think we're, we're, correct. we're in the third, we're in about the third one. Frankly, at some point, unvaccinated people are going to run out. They're going to die. I'm just, I'm yes. not saying, I'm just yeah. being realistic. <clears throat> or yeah. they're going to be the lucky ones that get it and survive and have some antibodies. Now, maybe, maybe that means, I don't know how long those antibodies <clears throat> will last. So maybe they'll end up getting it again, but I do think a good share of them are going to die, you know, and uh, I'm <clears throat> done with sort of arguing with them. I don't, I mean, I, I will argue with them, but I'm done with the fact that like, I don't, there's nothing I can do to get it across to people yep. like that. If they want to yep. die so badly, I suppose that that's what they're going to do. Oh, you know, Kamala Harris, Kamala, Kamala gave a really bad quote the other day. I only bring it up because it gets to the messaging point. And honestly, also, she needs to up her game. I think she needs to up her game because there's a real chance she could be running for president in three years. You know, and Biden's going to be old at that point. I mean, let's see. But I think there's a real chance she could be running. And she was talking about COVID and she said that no one saw Omicron coming and no one saw Delta coming, basically. And, and like even them in the government and then all the experts weighed in and said, sure, we did. We absolutely did. All of us were talking about variants coming and doing just this. You know, and oh God. even when she said it, I went, well, I mean, maybe like people didn't literally say in three months, there's going to be a variant called Delta that's going to come out and it's going to start in South Africa or India and it's going to do this exactly. No, but they absolutely from the beginning said there's going to be new variants coming. Some of them are most likely going to learn to skirt the vaccine more. We don't know whether they will be more deadly, less deadly, all of this discussion. And. I don't know why she said that. I mean, I, my, my concern is I'm sure she had a good reason of the point she was getting to. I I think she's not best at messaging all the time. And then she freaked out at that Charlemagne, the God guy, whoever he is, when he asked, who's who's really president, Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? And she should have been upset about that. But I think she kind of gave an angry answer. And then she goes, that say, guy, by the way, Charlemagne, the God, he's. I don't know. He's a rapper or something. He's famous. I have no idea who he is, which means, means okay. he's probably a music guy if I don't know who he is. Or no, I don't know. I mean, I like music. Like I think he's a big music also. guy, but he's big. He's yeah. big in the black community and I'm sure elsewhere as well, okay. but yeah. not with my demographic. Um, she interviews with him a lot. Super influential with the black voters, too, because of who he is, but also generally speaking. And he said just that, like, who's who's really president, Joe Manchin or Joe Biden? This is right before the Manchin thing blew up on Sunday. So this was maybe Friday or Saturday. She blew up at him and said, come on, no. And she cut him off and said, you know, Joe Biden is president. And by the way, I'm vice president and my name is Kamala Harris. Something about it was, I don't know, like she should be defending it, but she was angry and anger can be good. But in this case, her answer wasn't, I don't know. She could have given a better answer. What worries me then looking at her answer on COVID, Cliff, it reminds me of that CNN town hall when she was asked about, you know, your, she's asked on the stage during the debate, like, would you guys get rid of our current healthcare, like insurance, would you get rid of insurance totally or whatever, you know, if we, if we go for Medicare for all? And she said, yes, raised her hand. And then interview on CNN, she said, well, that's not what I meant. I was, I interpreted the question differently. And her answer was still like, it was like listening to Elizabeth Warren trying to respond to the Native American crap, which I think was blown out of proportion, but where she always would start to go back and forth and you were like, give me a clean answer. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling and throw it to you, but I am, I am worried that Kamala Harris does not message terribly well and she needs to up her game if she's going to come across as presidential. I know it's going to piss some people off, but this isn't about being anti-Kamala. I like her. This is about winning and I think her game isn't there yet. Well, perhaps. But, you know, <laughs> perhaps. No, but I mean, well, because I think people make too big a deal of these things. I do. 
No, the um, headset you make a big deal out of. I agree. That's stupid. But no, 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 I'm but, not talking about that. That was just yeah, a dumb article. I'm saying dumb. the gaffes. She's so, yeah, she's made some gaffes. Joe Biden was famous for making gaffes for a long time. Yeah. He's president now. Um, George W. H. Uh, no, George H. W. Bush was famous for gaffes <clears throat> and saying, saying things that he wished he could yep. take back. He became president. I just, I think people, you know, I, I think people read too much into this. It, it, all it comes down to is, in four years, or not four years anymore, in you know two years, two and a half years, where are things? You know, who's in control? Where are things? How good are things? Are we still a democracy? You know, is Biden running? I just think there's too much there. Who's she running against in the primaries? Who are the Republicans putting up? I just I, I can't get too worked up about it. She, you know, she either. I mean, that's the way I see it. No, she that's good. I mean, that's to, good to, to hear. To get better. Yeah. You know, she's got plenty of time to get better yeah. at these kinds of things. And, and you know, I don't know that I don't even know if she'll be the nominee or not. I have no idea. It can be Joe Biden again. I certainly could see someone like a Buddha judge challenging her or someone like that. So, you know, if she doesn't perform the way she needs to, she may lose in a primary if she even is running in a primary. And then it may be that hopefully if, you know, the world works out the way we all hope, the Republican Party will have been, you know, exposed for what it is and would be so in the tank in my perfect world. And so, so actually paying for their myriad crimes and everything else that any Democrat we nominate might be, have a great shot at winning. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or we may be so fucked that none do. Let's hope right. it's not that one. You know, right. that's kind of my, my view of the whole thing. Okay. Well, I hope I'm wrong about this. That's a good thing. Um, You know, let's close with the New York Times thing. So New York Times just, and this is, more fun rather than the angry stuff, but it's just so, so them. Um, New York well, Times. I run the New York Times, so I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's true. You knew Cliff already Me knew. Me and my it. peeps. Yeah. So the New York Times puts out a tweet. It's a review, or it's, it's an article from Wirecutter, you know, which is their sort of review website for products that they're now going to charge for, where they're now are charging for because the New York Times has to. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what we're talking about, about slurs. I was say the New York Times has to nickel and dime you to death on everything. They charge you for food articles, not mean the food section, you have to pay extra. The crossword puzzle, you got to pay extra. I mean, because I subscribe, but this is bullshit. And when I wire credit, you got to pay extra. They're just, it's like the freaking airline charging you for a pillow. So anyway, New York Times tweet, electric bicycles have become increasingly hard to find. So riders looking for a pedal assist might consider outfitting their own bikes with a motor. Wire cutter shows you how. A lot what? of us respond and said, how about you just pedal? <laughs> Why would you want a motor I mean, on your bicycle? It's a bicycle. I, it, it, that's what I mean. Now, I'm If you want thinking, a motor, there's a thing called a motorcycle. I, yeah. Instead of a or bike. Or a moped or something else. Bike pedals yeah. has a motor. A scooter? I, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, also, it's like... I, I just feel like p- p- putting a motor on your bike is, you know, and why don't you just jam 20 Twinkies down your throat while you're doing it? You know, like, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know, yeah. none of this going to the gym, right. going to the gym sucks. Next time you go to the gym, bring along Sit this automatic Twinkie, Twinkie machine that stuffs them down your throat while you lift. Right. So you feel much better about you. I mean, like the whole point of the pedaling is that it, you're actually, you know, yeah. uh, aerobic motor. exercise. No, I mean, no. but I mean, also, but imagine just saying electric bicycles have become increasingly hard to find, comma. Experts say maybe it's time people use bicycles for what they're intended to use your goddamn feet. I mean, that could have been an article. That would have been an, kind of a funny opinion piece or something else. Like, oh, my, what do we do? Hmm. Let's that think about that. If you're bike, right. But I mean, 
let's figure out how to put a motor on our bike. Okay. You know, all right, New York times. Thank you. Uh, I, this to me sounds, sounds completely silly and I don't understand it, but um, there's a New York times for you these days. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I mean, normally it's their political coverage. It sucks, but I suppose some of their other coverage apparently sucks too. So, all right. I think that's it for today. Just because I think we had a lot chalked in there, chalked, not a word, but whatever, chock full of stuff in there. Um, That's great about getting uh, Hugh or whatever his name is. I'm forgetting Lowell um, for Wednesday. That'd be Fabu. And uh, Google and the Lowell. And there you go. All right. Maybe I'll let you call him Hugh. We'll find out. Oh, is it Hugo? Um, Yeah, it's okay. Hugo. Hugo's a great Hugo. name. Hugo. It is actually a pretty cool name. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I think that's that's all we got for you, folks. All right. So hang in there and we will talk soon. Yep. All right. Bye, guys.